Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by my guest today, WFS of Prismatic Wasteland. Welcome. Hey, Logar. How have you been doing? It's been a minute since we've talked. Yeah, it's it's been about, you know, a, a year, give or take. Uh, last time <laughs> I was on, uh, just starting this project, and now I'm on the other end, so good bookmark. So that's a, so since since you've last spoken with us about what you're doing and and, and listeners, you can go back, scroll back, and I'll, I'll, maybe I'll try to if I remember when I'm uploading everything. Try to put a link <laughs> to the last episode we spoke with you. At. <laughs> but we talked about uh, barkeep on the Borderlands. Is that correct? That's right. It, it was it was a Zine Quest project that has sort of become a book. It's a little long, so it's going to have a bit of a spine. So not technically a Zine, but yeah, that's the project. Now, could you tell the listeners who may not have catched that or may not remember that episode just a quick what the barkeep on the Borderlands is and or was? And this came out was this Zine Month or was this that this came out with? A- yes, this was this was Zine Month last year. There was no um, Zine Quest, so that that's the label it went under. Barkeep on the Borderlands is a uh, a system neutral pub crawl adventure. So we're all used to hex crawls and dungeon crawls, but a pub crawl. Um, is maybe a new type of adventure that I'm doing where, you know, the characters go from pub to pub and it's in a city and and have adventures that way. So kind of a, a free for all, very social type of adventure. Interesting. And so there are, and I'm looking through what you've sent me and it's looking really nice. The art is vibrant, colorful. The yeah. layout is, I like the layout. It's, it's, it uses, uh, it's not black and white. Uh, which I like, but the the text is black on white, and it uses color there for like highlights of the of the headers and whatnot, which I think is a great what use of color in a book. Um, I appreciate the layout; it looks nice. <laughs> Thank you. My my partner is doing the layout, so Prismatic Wasteland's kind of a team of, of my partner and I, and her her gig is the layout. Well, it, it it's turning out beautiful. The full of just tons of like brightly colorful illustrations that are spot on who who did all the illustration here is it a co- combination of folks or yeah it's, it's a ton of people i mean i i think we have at least i, I want to say 15 artists mm-hmm. um so the the entire project is like 30 people counting all the the writers editors artists um it's for a 60 page zine it's a really a ton of people have put their hands on this so but it's uh sam melly is probably one of the biggest names he did the cover um and a lot of the interior art for instance, on page nine of the little sample I sent you, he did all of that art. But tons and tons of artists, Tor the Vic, Norn, lots of people. Yeah, it's, it's it's really done well. Now, could you give them an idea of what the, the so there's a bar crawl in here. What does that entail? So there's there's a big map. I don't I don't think that's included in what I see, but there's a, a large map that actually Brooklet Games, um, Jim of Brooklet Games did that kind of shows you all the different pubs in the city, the story kind of behind the adventure. So, so there's two ways to use it. You can use it as a full-scale adventure. The other way is just to pull individual pubs out and just use the pub. Um, but kind of the biggest, the probably the best way to use this is a full adventure, in which case, you know, there's this dying monarch, but also a big drinking festival happening at the same time. The antidote for the monarch has been lost amidst all the deliveries to the, the pubs, and the adventurers, you know, go through and um, are having a good time through the, this thing. And, and also at the same time, Various factions and forces are also looking for this antidote during these the raves of chaos. Um, <laughs> Excellent, yeah. Excellent, and and, and Jim at, Jim Hall at Brooklyn Games is you can find him at patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go check him out. Smooth, very smooth. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, the, the map he did is is giant. Um, it is really big, and it's going to be the the poster. So anybody who's who's getting the poster from the pre order store, who or who got that from the Kickstarter, um, one side is going to be that big map, which is going to be, I think, the best play aid because you can just kind of lay that down and kind of you know maybe have like a little board game piece or something to know where you guys are. I, we did some play tests, and somebody had it on. Um, you know, roll twenty is the map, and had little tokens on it like that. So I, de- yeah. I definitely predict that if I were to lay that, that uh, the big old map like that out on my table, that I know some of my players who would bring their their little figures and throw them on there of their characters. <laughs> yeah, and that then and that motivates people to split up the party. You know, when if everybody has like their little pieces on there, it's going to make people be like, oh, actually, I'm going to split off. I'm going to go to this bar wherever else is here. Oh no. I'm I'm a fan of splitting the party. I have, I have, a, I have a blog post on this that I wrote uh, probably two years ago, but um, I think it can be really interesting. Is there's it takes some work on the GM side, but I think it can lead to some interesting gaming sessions whenever the party split off. I definitely express to my players don't split don't split the party off to when we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the old school, you know, golden advice. Uh, definitely, if you want to live, that's the way to do it. But. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to have fun. You don't care about <laughs> living or dying. No doubt. No. Now it's. I, I, is this the first zine that you've put together? Is that? Yeah, the, I, I put together like a, a small kind of pamphlet adventure, which is just kind mm-hmm. of me kind of testing the waters. But this is really my first adventure. Um, really, first anything. Yeah. So yeah, and I'd like to talk about that because we spoke with you about a year ago, and I'm sure that you've learned a lot since then done a lot since then like it's been quite a, a journey going from where you we started to where you're at now this is looks gorgeous could yeah. you speak to a bit about what's happened in the last year on your end and getting this ready and going through the process of getting it crowdfunded and everything else yeah sure um I, all of those are kind of separate things like it's, it takes a different <laughs> hat to to do the crowdfunding it's a lot of just like promotions and posting online versus once it's funded once you have the funds and it's it's very much just kind of you know every day trying to get something done um and with this project because it's so people intensive and there's so many there's you know i think 10 guest writers and there's all these artists it's a lot of kind of managing people and and talking to people and just getting all the pieces to fit together um and i'm I'm lucky it's fitting together as well it is as it is (laughs) that's good that's good to hear that's good to hear and are there plans for something else in the future at all? Yeah, definitely. Um, there, there's lots of plans, and I'm always like, which one do I want to do next? I, I so the the little pamphlet adventure I did um, earlier, which this is back in 2021, um, was Big Rock Candy Hex Crawl. It was a very small kind of self-contained thing. I was thinking about producing that as a a really large kind of you know adventure, uh, you know hex crawl kind of thing with lots of adventure sites, for instance. It references the food pyramid as a dungeon of a, a food <laughs> wizard. Have, starting that out as a full dungeon, putting that inside the hex crawl, and just having a ton of kind of folklore. It, it's a very, you, if you're not seeing it, it's a very leftist kind of zine because it's inspired by all this leftist folk music from the you know 1930s, 1920s. So that that's kind of one thing on the radar. Another is like a magic school that's a uh, a funnel adventure for wizards. So, you know, either you... You die or you graduate and become a wizard. <laughs> it's kind of my take on on law school and other postgraduate studies. So. Oh no, that's good. <laughs> I, I like that old thirties uh, and that old folk. That old uh, like left wing leaning folk is definitely a, a there's a big I, I guess genre out there that I, th- I don't think everyone is aware of. 
Yeah, there's not a lot, not a lot, not a lot of Americana <laughs> RPGs. <laughs> out there. I, I I like that stuff though. I'm a big fan of like the Woody Guthrie's and Utah Phillips and, and folks like that. I listen to a lot of that kind of stuff. I get into it. Uh, I'm I'm curious. Uh, I, I'm curious to know maybe how some of that worked into that adventure, how it inspired, and what kind of things you threw in there from that sort of stuff. <laughs> if if you if you look at the adventure, just there's lots of really small references to songs. Um, for instance, you know, like uh, one of the magic items is is the key to the pearly gates and St. Peter's looking for just, you know, that's just kind of <laughs> like the language they use in the songs. Um, yeah. A recurring villain is, is Robert Barron's. Uh, but the, definitely the biggest influence on, on that adventure is the Big Rock Candy Mountain song. There's like, I mean, almost every single line, I think, has has at least one kind of <laughs> reference, um, even in that small little pamphlet adventure. So, who, who originally sang "Big Rock Candy Mountain"? Is there is it even known? I believe Harry McClintock is at least like the one who popularized it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it, that I don't. I'm not sure if he actually wrote it because he popularized a lot of stuff that I'm not sure was originally written by him. Um, I know that there's like a, another version that's a little less uh, PC and family friendly. Of that same song, uh, it's like a hobo song. <laughs> I, I like those hobo songs. I, I'm a fan of those. Like the old hobos lullaby, Utah. Or was that Utah? Yep, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big. That's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> so, you now have you been doing much with your blog here lately? Because originally, when I ran into you and found you on the internet, it was through Prismatic Wasteland, yeah. the blog. And what's going yeah. on there lately? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm constantly trying to write blogs. So I wrote a recent one about Wizards of the Coast and, you know, their IP intellectual property. Um, so that, that's the <laughs> one. But I, I wrote these two big ones that were fairly popular about kind of hex crawls and just a guide to making your own hex crawl adventure. So, yeah, I, I try to continue to have stuff on the blog. There was a, a bit of a dry period in, like, November as I was really crunching on, on Barkeep and had, didn't have the time. But... Um, yeah, I'm, I, I consider myself a blogger first and an adventure writer, you know, second or third. I, I, um, I said I, I definitely got my I guess like blogging was my thing for so long. I feel like I don't blog to the extent that I used to. I do. I do not. I do not. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is, like you said, it, it's having that time. And I spend a lot of time doing a daily podcast <laughs> cuts into all that. It's kind yeah. of like the blogging kind of evolved into podcasting at a point. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'd be hard to do a daily podcast on top of everything else. Uh, so. so, yeah, but anyhow, uh, let's go back to the barkeep on the borderland. Could you let's uh, there's a lot in there. Is there anything maybe we could go over on the show and take a look at? Are there any like things we could roll on or anything like that they think might be entertaining for us today? Yeah, pick a pick a random page from uh, page five onward, and any of those are our bars, and we can kind of deep dive and, and look into that. So this, I the first one. Ooh, there's the major factions. The, so the pub crawl, point crawl procedure you have here. So there's an actual procedure for doing the pub crawl. There's kind of there's there's a procedure, um, which, which you know this is a draft when it changes a little bit through okay. our play testing, um, and then there's also drinking rules that kind of p- play into that, because um, you know I didn't just want people to be role playing. Mm-hmm. You know what what level of, of sobriety there are because it, it's really it's a resource drain in this as you're as you're pub crawling that night. You know you might get you know, drunk, you might get tipsy, you might get blackout and blackout is kind of like not, not death, but it's, um, it can have put you out of the game in the playtesting stage. We actually had one person, um, who did get blackout. And so once, once your character is blackout, you know, there's a chance that a different player has been controlling your character that turn, 
but also once you get separated from the party, instead of like playing out your person separately, you're kind of lost in the mist and you just roll on a D6 table to find out kind of what happens to you. And that's on the, on that page at the bottom right corner there. Down the uh, then the whole so there's a whole page here just for the drinking drinking rules, rules the yeah sobriety die and being tipsy being drunk being blackout and uh, results go directly to jail oh my it's not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm looking at some of those so we got Granny's Cottage off Central Park the brazen was that was is that Boulevard Boulevardier it's, it's a Boulevardier? drink. I, I think I I don't know exactly what the French means. I think it just means like a person who lives on a boulevard. But it, the Boulevardier is a, a drink, and that's one of the drinks in this bar. Um, this is a fun one written by uh, my friend Ann Hunter of the DIY and Dragons blog. Almost all of the the guest writers um, are fellow bloggers as well. Oh, nice! But this one is a, a cool one. It's about uh, a tyrant who's taken over the plane of elemental fire, and they're you know preaching sobriety celibacy and herbal and uh, eating you know vegetables and people basically have <laughs> left the fire plane and come here to sin <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna do some quick roll it's got staff and regulars as a 1d6 there i rolled a six yeah so a, a nervous and a heat uh, i don't know what that word is and and a anodonic and a hot what is that uh you know um uh, not taking drugs and alcohol. Okay. Yeah. Navy eight. I, boy, I'm I'm really bad with English this morning. Navy eight. Navy naivete. Naivete. Yeah, naiviet. Naiviet. Uh, an an anahotic naiviet in school uniform twitchily inhales from a stick of incense. They're testing their resolve before taking their final vows, but can't take their eyes off the jolly crew. The first taste of vice sets their hair aflame. And then I, I'm going to roll on the sidetracks. I rolled a five, which is sultry, breathy, and dressed as a bellhop. The matchstick dealer sells cigarettes, one silver coin, incense, one gold coin, and hashish, ten gold coins. They stand immediately close to, close to light your purchase and can tell you the current locations of anyone in the keep. I think I'd be spending the 10 gold coins in the hashish there, <laughs> personally. <laughs> Whenever we, um, we so we, we we did a series of play tests for these um, uh, bars recently, we, you, uh, which Dwiz from A Night at the Opera blog is the one who ran those, both for people online and he also ran it for his home groups in person. And the first night of the playtest, this was actually kind of like the last bar they went to. And the finale um, was inspired by, under the situations table, result number three, uh, a pair of Phoenix women lovebirds are here to elope, but need a material plane native to officiate. If a jolly crewmate volunteers, they'll be invited to reception at the birdcage for traditional bell music, intricate pastries, and the immediate and public consummation of their union, um, and, oh, and that, yeah, and so, and so that, that was that was rolled, um, and they you know agreed to take them and and, and marry them because they actually had a, a cleric uh, in the party. Uh, they went to the birdcage because they wanted to go to the reception, and the the way that you know there, there was some chaos happening, and the way that kind of the GM decided to end the session was all right. Now for the in, immediate and public consummation of the union in the middle of the bar. <laughs> There we go. It's yeah. a party now. <laughs> We're coming close to time. Could you tell this now? There is, there is, there should be, as this is live, a place where folks can pre-order it. Is that correct? Could you tell us some of that? That's right. So um, on Backerkit, we're doing the the late 
late pre-orders. Um, basically, they're just getting ready to ship this out. Um, so if you missed the Kickstarter and you want to buy um, either the the sixty color six sixty page full color zine, the coasters, the poster, or even if you backed and want to you know up what you got, um, that's on backer kit. You can find that probably on my blog prismaticwasteland.com. Um, if you go to the Kickstarter page, there will also have a link that goes to the backer kit, but that's where you can go ahead and get it. And that'll be running for the month of uh, January and maybe a little bit of February, but we don't want to run too much into scene months. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And can you tell the listeners where they can find you online and check out check out your blog and whatnot? Yeah, of course. Uh, so prismaticwasteland.com is my blog, and that's probably your best source for my my brain things. Um, but I'm also on Twitter as Prismatic Wastes. And I'm on the various Twitter alternatives as Prismatic Wasteland, usually. Um, so that's that's where you can find me. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming back on. It's been great getting a chance to catch back up with you. Absolutely. You too. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok now at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We can really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.